That's no moon. The Mouse Droid from the corner of Coruscant Way and World Drive. You're listening to the intersection of Star Wars, Disney Entertainment, and Parks and Resorts Fun. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my ghost host, Nancy. Hello. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. We're breaking down everything we got from D23 and catching up on the news. And there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of stuff. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Brian. How's it going? It's going. It's going. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Care to elaborate or no? I'm tired and sore, is my default answer for the next 12 weeks. Behold the miracle of life. The miracle of life in which I wake up every single hour of the night to switch over, because <laughs> my body hurts. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, so we've been up to some stuff. We have. We have. It's been great. Uh, a little while ago, our good friend Amy Radcliffe was in town. We got to hang out with her and uh, visit some places we hadn't done before. Yes, we went to the Nomad Lounge, which is the lounge next to uh, or attached to Tiffin's in Animal Kingdom. Uh, There's an inside section and an outside section, which was actually very nice, even though it was, you know, summer. Uh, It was, there were fans outside, and so it was, had a nice breeze. I mean, and it was a hot summer day, too. It was, uh, it was really pleasant. Yes, it was. Um, And then we went to Trader Sam's. Uh, which, which we surprisingly have never been to before because it's always like busy and crowded and you have to get on a waiting list to get in. Um, so we usually just do the outside tiki bar. But um, we put our name on the list. We went and got uh, ice cream because they Asmund have does. ice cream there. They had this lime soft serve, which was really good. Was the Hey Hey Cone? Yeah. Or the, the hey. Tefiti Cone? Uh, I think it was the Tefiti Cone, I yeah. think. Um, but, and I just had regular ice cream and then we sat in the lobby and till our table was ready. And then we went inside and had some drinks of the alcoholic and non-alcoholic variety. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I hadn't, we hadn't, like we said, we hadn't done a uh, Trader Sam's before. Uh, I want to give credit to every cast member in there who were 100% sold on the campy cheesy bit. Yes, they were. <laughs> a props to all of you working there that day. <laughs> it was very, it was very fun. Um, I still, still my favorite bar in Disney World right now is Oga's Cantina and will be for a, a long time. <laughs> uh, which we can talk about next because we were back at Galaxy's Edge yesterday. We were. We, were. Uh, we went for, uh, why did we go? Oh, we went, took a friend for her. For her, her for first visit. Her first visit. Um, and she did the lightsaber building. So I I was her guest for that, and that was a lot of fun. They have they have uh, changed some of the show a little bit since the cast member previews and the um, now that the um, the main actor does not give the instructions for how to build a lightsaber, 
they have like the the individual gatherers come up to you come up to like your stations to give you the instructions which works better because it's more hands-on and they can help you but it gets very loud when like the six of them or however many there are come start talking at the same time yeah but it's still awesome and then we did um we did ogas which is always super fun it's just i just wish that there was more sitting room at Ogus, but... <laughs> uh, this time I went for the Fuzzy Tauntaun and the Jet Juice, both excellent choices. I've still only had the Jabba Juice, <laughs> and I still like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... Did we talk about... Did we talk about the cast... The uh, AP day we did? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, so we were also there uh, for an annual pass holder. Yes. Uh, preview. Yes. And uh, that trip, uh, we were there at night, and oh my god. It's Galaxy. really... It's yeah. really beautiful at it night. It is stunning at night. Yeah, it was it was great because we got there and it was, you know, light out because we went after work and then so we got to be there like during sunset and see all the lights come on and everything and it it was really it was very nice. Um I uh we we went to the cantina on that trip as well. We we got one of the booths, which was nice cuz sitting down is very nice for me right now for obvious reasons. <laughs> but um we and we had the best server at that visit um i can't remember what his name was but he was just hilarious and he was the air at the cantina yesterday when we went but he was not our server and he was just he's just so into it and like gets the whole like crowd cheering during the different songs and yeah it's it's a lot of fun yeah uh ogas is still just delightful Mm -hmm. just Getting drinks in a Star Wars cantina. It's wonderful. It is great. Um, I got to ride uh, Smuggler's Run a couple more times. I've discovered that Engineer is my favorite role. Really? Yeah. So Engineer, it's uh, it's responding to everyone else's Uh screw-ups. So you get to to save the day by responding to quick time presses on the panel next to you. Interesting. And and not just like button switches as well, but there's... Switches you have to flip mm-hmm. to get the uh, damage caught and repaired in oh. time. It's really clever. Cool. And uh, this time, um, I, I didn't notice the first time, but there are these overhead air jets yeah. that when you take damage, kind of like uh, when you see in the Falcons, just steam would start billowing out from the top. It would it would hit you in the face if you're sitting in the engineer's seat. It's really cool. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Y- you'll have fun with it when you can ride it. When I can ride it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Galaxy's Edge, still wonderful. I love it very much. Aw, yay. I Me watched, too. I watched a little girl turn the corner yesterday while you were in Savi's and just had this meltdown with joy Aww. when she saw the Falcon. I saw little girls wave at the stormtroopers as they walk by and go, hi, hi, hi. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but it's cute. Uh, they, they've also got Kylo Ren and First Order officers uh, walking around now. Yeah. Um, they're, the best job in the park, I'm convinced, is the First Order officer who just wanders chewing the scenery while he's interacting with guests. Yeah, they're like, watch uh, Donald Gleason and just imitate him. Do that. Do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Um Yes, we still We bear- really like Galaxy's Edge. We do. I can't wait to go back. Me too. And it's not a failure. Nope. It was pretty busy yesterday. It was. Can we talk about that? Yeah. How let's- people say it's a, a failure and they're wrong. Yeah, let's absolutely talk oh about gosh. it right now. <laughs> like, 
So I go on this uh, one of the Disney popular Disney boards. Mostly, I started out for like the cruise line info because they, you know, they they're helpful with planning things. But there's also like theme park boards and everything, and there's a sub forum dedicated to Galaxy's Edge, and um, you know, it's pretty much you know what you'd expect. They have information on all of the f- on all of the food. Of the merchandise you can buy, etc., 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 and then there are people who have been posting about whether or not Galaxy's Edge is a failure, and um, there's a thread that's been going on for a long time, and people keep giving their opinions, uh, which it it just amounts to people not liking it, and the people who do right now, it's kind of it's repetitive, but the best part is. All of the people linking to, like, the proof that it's a failure, which are just YouTubers who hate everything that have to do with the sequel trilogy. So, of course, they're going to hate Galaxy's Edge. And, like, the rest of us saying, okay, but that's not proof. That's these people's opinion. Also, a lot of those people haven't even been to Galaxy's Edge themselves. They're just repeating what they hear from other people. And, you know... Yeah, it hasn't been that crowded at Disneyland um, over the summer because they very deliberately did reservations so that there wouldn't be huge crowds and they don't have fast pass for the Falcon ride. So the line isn't that long because it's a proven fact that fast pass makes the standby line longer. Um, And like when we went, we went during a cast member preview and an annual pass holder preview, so those weren't that crowded. Um, yesterday was the first time we had gone on, like, a regular day since it opened, and it was crowded. I mean, it was definitely full of people the entire time. Um, the Falcon line was about 50 to 55 minutes the entire time we were there. Um, the The Docking Bay restaurant was not, like... There wasn't a huge line to get in, but there were a lot of people there eating. Um, there was people in all of the stores. Um, the line for Oga's was long. Oga's was packed. You know. Oga's was still reservation only. Yeah. So, like, and this is really the first time um, it's been normal in Florida because uh, – Galaxy's Edge opened on August 29th, and a few days later, um, well, actually, no, at the same time, uh, Hurricane Dorian was threatening to hit Florida. So a lot of people canceled their vacations or rescheduled their vacations because it wasn't sure what was going to happen for a while. So, um, and also it was, you know, after Labor Day is usually a time when the crowds are historically low in florida whether because people don't want to risk traveling at that time of the year because of the history of hurricanes or because most of the schools are now back in session and they don't can't take their kids out of school and we we have to also consider that really galaxy's edge is still kind of in soft open because rise of the resistance isn't open yet yeah um it's not opening until december 5th and that is that is still one of the slower times of the year, but it's 
like what three weeks before Christmas? Yeah, it'll. It's one of the slowest times of the year that will immediately ramp up into the busiest time right. of year. So I mean, there's a lot of people who postponed their trips to Galaxy's Edge because they didn't want to visit an unfinished land, which is very valid. And I don't like, think we would there, have gone if we didn't live here. If there is any valid complaint, it's that it's not a finished land yet. Right. And you know, I I think that's why the whole it's a failure is very premature because I don't think Disney is measuring it on that level because they know that it's not fully operational <laughs> to steal a term from Star Wars. And that's going to be the real test of whether the success. Also, like, you can't judge a theme park success or failure on, like, the fr- like opening and that's it like because the land is built for longevity so it not having a huge opening doesn't mean it's not going to get more people later like i saw someone say like oh they they messed up and not opening it all at the same time because it's going to lose momentum and blah 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 it's like that's not how visiting theme parks works (laughs) like People aren't going to be able to go for like a year or two years. And- well, and you have to consider Galaxy's Edge is part of a long game by Disney for the Disney World Resort. And we're going to talk about this later, like the oh, the massive overhaul that yes. Epcot's getting. Yeah. And a lot of people are postponing their trips because they can, you know, if you're planning a huge trip that you're only going to go once, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to wait until everything is available. <laughs> it just makes sense. So. Yeah. And- You'll have to also consider that this isn't a Galaxy's Edge thing. Um, there was uh, there was a number I saw last week that um, hotel occupancy in Florida was down something like forty percent. Yeah. Um, there are there are other factors going on here. Uh, looming recession. Um, and just Disney socio- prices in general. Disney going prices up. in general. And it's so- not just Disney; it's all the other theme parks in Florida yeah. too. Socio political stuff that is depressing. Not Galaxy's Edge attendance, but theme park attendance as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't look at Galaxy's Edge without looking at the bigger macro tourism right. uh, picture. Like people just heard from the earnings call that, you know, park attendance was low after Galaxy's Edge opened Disneyland and declared it a failure, not r- taking into account that. Park attendance was also down in Florida, where it hadn't opened yet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't seen anything official, but I'm assuming that Universal attendance was all has also yes, down. Yes, I have. I have seen you seen have that okay. As well. Like pretty much like you know the Hagrid ride opened re- opened recently and has huge lines. Um, most of the re- a lot of the reasons it has huge lines is because it breaks down a lot and doesn't open right away. Um, but other than that, like pretty much the other lines in the park have been pretty, you know, pr- pretty low. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's my rant. Please don't declare Galaxy such a failure, especially if you haven't been there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if you've been there and you have legitimate reasons to not like it, that's fine. You don't have to like everything. You don't have to like Galaxy's Edge if you wanted it to be something different. That's fine. But Disney knows what they're doing. And... It'll be fine. Uh-huh. All right. Last word in Galaxy's <laughs> Edge right now, but uh, over at DragonCon, we recorded a panel 
uh, at the Star Wars track about Galaxy's Edge. You can find that in the feed. Yes. So go listen to that. It was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Uh, hey, let's talk some Disney Entertainment news, and we're going to start with Obi-Wan is back. Obi-Wan. <laughs> in which uh, Ewan McGregor comes out on stage and officially confirms that we can all stop asking him. Yes, he's so happy now. He's like, finally, I don't need to be asked this question at every single event I do in my life. Um, I, I am very happy about this. I, Ewan, or Obi-Wan, Ewan as Obi-Wan is my favorite part of the prequels by far. And, uh, I am looking forward to seeing him in a show about (laughs) Obi-Wan. See, this is what my brain does now. You talk. I can't brain anymore. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing him in a show about Obi-Wan, the character that he is. Yes. Yes. That'll be coming to Disney+. And uh, speaking of Disney+, the Clone Wars will finish out its run on Disney+, and that premieres in February. Yes. Uh, Marvel announces a gigantic Infinity Saga box set containing all of the MCU films. Are you going to buy it? Probably. No, the answer is no, you're not, because we have <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Uh, that is true, we do have Disney+. So we Plus. don't need it, and we already have the movies that we like. That's true. Uh, <laughs> there's a Frozen 2 trailer coming to Good Morning America tomorrow, Monday. Oh, right, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to this movie. I'm also looking forward to it, and give Elsa a girlfriend, you cowards. <laughs> um <laughs> Rhea and the Last Dragon will feature Cassie Steele as Rhea and Aquafina as Sisu the Dragon. Um, did you see the uh, concept art? Uh, yes, D23 posted? I believe it's I did. really, really pretty. Um, is this the, a is this a movie or a show? I believe it's a movie. Okay. Uh, and yeah, the the art they released is really pretty, and I'm in favor of anything that casts Aquafina in it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to hearing more on that one. Um, and speaking of things coming to Disney Plus, the world according to Jeff. Goldblum. I have no idea what this is, so you have to explain it. So imagine a travel show featuring Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Just seeing and doing things. I'm imagining. Just. So it's like he's Samantha Brown. Yeah. Okay. With all of that patented Jeff Goldblum narration. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> if that ain't worth your investment into Disney Plus, I don't know what is. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh in extremely important news. Lady and the Tramp, the live action Lady and the Tramp, features rescue doggos. I have no desire to see this movie, but I love that they got rescue dogs to be in this movie. <laughs> rescue dogs are great. They are. I love rescue dogs. I just have a really hard time with a movie that ha- part of the plot is the dog felt neglected after the baby was born, so the dog ran away <laughs> right now. Yeah, that's that's not great for us I'm at like, the moment. I'm like, no! Mara, no. we'll give you extra cuddles, we promise. No, but plus, like, the dog should love the baby. It's their friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aww. This is how my emotions are right now. I'm sorry. It, it's a good thing I can't ride the Falcon because I'd probably cry a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's bad enough just sitting in the hold right now. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, finally, uh, Freeform will be airing Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Adventure Awaits, a two-hour special hosted by Neil Patrick Why Harris on September 29th. Why is this two hours long? I don't know, but I'm going to record it and watch it. Yeah, I guess. We'll report back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Neil Patrick Harris is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but with a whole bunch of other stars. Who yes. knows? Maybe Mark Hamill will drop in. <sighs> now you're going to watch it. Well, I'll... See if that it's true, and then I'll watch the recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving to some parks and resort news. The Skyliner is slated to open in one week on the 29th. Uh, the brand new gondola transportation system connecting several of the uh, hotels to Hollywood Studios and uh, Epcot uh, will go into service on the 29th. It has gone through cast member tests right now, and Nancy will never ride it. I will never, ever ride it. <laughs> Why not? I don't like gondolas. Sky gondolas. They It'll probably break me. down less often than the monorail. I don't like riding the monorail either. <laughs> I mean, at least the monorail has air conditioning if it, the power doesn't go out. But yeah, I, I'm not. No, I no. No. Well, the gondola uses like those. Uh, it's t- tried and tried and true lift technology. Tried and true lift. Yeah, ski, te- ski lifts all over the world use this, and stuff. they break down. I don't like ski lifts either. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying like that's that's a positive. I don't ride ski lifts either. So you're saying that when I do try this, you will not be joining me. No. <laughs> okay. You'll take the friendship boat over to Epcot. Yeah, why would you not take the boat? The boat is very nice. It's on the water. If something bad happens, you can just jump off the boat into the water and not die. Well, except for the gators. <sighs> yeah, but they'll they'll be fine. <laughs> uh... If the boat breaks down, you don't need to climb out of it to escape. Like, you don't have to climb down a f- with the fireman and, like get grappled on no thank you i saw the pictures of the monorail that broke down the other day nope 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 nope. uh okay disney is ending uh the muppets great moments in history thing at uh liberty square which sucks we haven't seen it (laughs) yes we have i haven't seen you haven't seen it no no i thought you had no i haven't i have it's great and i'm really upset no i haven't i don't know why i didn't go with i guess i think you went you must have gone to disney without me one day i i know i saw it with my folks so you may not have been oh yeah probably i was working no yeah they they're actually canceling a lot of entertainment which is not great yeah um that one and also um Brutica, which is the band that's in Harambe in Animal Kingdom. That sucks. The one by the bathroom in Tusker House. That really sucks. They're yeah, great. I really like them. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's it's a bummer that they're not going to be there. Come on, Bob Chapek. Just live action enter- or live entertainment is great. Yeah. It's one of the most, it gives the park so much ambiance and character and color mm-hmm. getting rid of it just blows yeah i really i really like them they're always like a really good um they're always a good like they get people dancing around and you know gives the kids something to do to get their energy out while you're waiting for tusker house reservations so 
Speaking of getting rid of cast members, uh, <laughs> auto photo pass kiosks are being set up at various meet and greets. And from what I've seen, the results are not great. Yeah, I've had some friends who've complained about the one at Tinkerbell that like it doesn't capture like it didn't ca- catch her face. And like the kid like it's just very awkward, the photos that it takes and. Well, it's like going to the DMV to get your driver's license right. photo taken. There's a reason that there's a reason that uh, if you want something of value, you want an actual photographer that can properly frame and right. compose a shot because people are different heights. Yeah, and there is not going to be an automated system that's going to compose the shot like that with any kind with any sort of. Uh, any sort of care that an actual photographer can. Yeah. And like there are, I mean, they, people pay a lot of money for like the memory maker and one of the annual pass holder perks right now is that there's, you know, the photo pass pictures um, are free, da- free downloads. So it's, it's disappointing, like, because we're going to have a kid who's, we're going to take Disney soon. And that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to is all of the, uh, all of the meet and greet photos, well, that which we can means take. I'm just going to be bringing my camera, yeah, and taking pictures, which is annoying because then you know the the whole the whole plus of it is you can get pictures all together, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so, it's. I hope this is a short lived experiment because right. it is an extremely well, impersonal touch, and I don't know how it can work in other areas because, like, you know, PhotoPass isn't just for meet and greets. There's photo pass locations all throughout the parks like of you know the castle i don't know how many photo pass photographers are on main street um you know all of the various uh icons have photo pass photographers there's a bunch of them scattered throughout galaxy's edge to take your pictures so i don't see how they can have those set up as like an automated type thing um so yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping if it does stay, it's only for meet and greets, but I hope it, it goes away soon. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, it's, great. I hope, yeah, I hope this is one of those uh, really inconceived, ill-conceived ideas that goes away in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I, I can't even begin to explain how bad of a touch it is. Uh, yeah. It's I mean, great. not I'm, great. We're, we're not even going into the technical aspects of how this is a crappy picture result that you will get no it's gonna be a crappy picture on so many levels yep (sighs) okay moving on food and wine may have just started we haven't been yet we're going for the first time tomorrow (laughs) but we've got full menus revealed for the holiday kitchens this year at the international festival of the holidays they just want to have these kitchens open all year long listen i i i don't mind (laughs) i I like the kitchens (laughs) i'm good with it um welcome in over at Germany, uh, will feature potato dumpling uh, with mushroom sauce. Ooh, that sounds good. Pork schnitzel, uh, cheese fondue in a bread bowl. That sounds really good. Uh, and black forest roulade with uh, cherry whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Uh, I'm just realizing that we will probably not go to this at all. Yeah, this probably year. not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Actually, way more stuff than I thought. I hadn't looked this ahead of time. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. 
It's How, are there are it the same amount of booths that they have normally? They just rename them, or I do there... I think it's a f- I think it's less, but not much less than food and wine by the looks of this. Yeah, uh, there's it is a mighty large menu this year. Huh. So that's how long does that go for? Uh, Oh, how long is that running for? Uh, It's running from December 29th to December, uh, November 29th, to December 30th. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they close it on for New Year's Day. Yeah. New Year's Eve, because that would be. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's hard enough to navigate New Year's Eve there (laughs) without the uh, kitchens in the way. Oh, no, that would be terrible. That would be not great. At Uh, all. Uh, And finally, a bit of good news. The International Gateway at Epcot has reopened. Um, Was it closed completely or? It wasn't closed completely. They had a lot of construction It was really bottlenecked down and hard to get in and out of. So now it's open. Yeah. And then next, well, next week the gate, the Skyliner opens, which is going to be really interesting because it's going to increase the traffic for the International Gateway a lot. So it looks like there's a lot more entry points uh, in the International Gateway Okay. Yeah, I figured they were making it bigger because with the Skyliner traffic, yeah, it, has it used to be. it used to be that there were only like two, maybe three lanes open to get in from the International Gateway at any given time. Yeah, uh, they would have had to increase it for uh, Skyliner traffic. Yes. Uh, okay. There was some big parks and uh, parks and resorts announcements from D23, and that's our discussion topic this month. Recapping all of that. Yes. Uh, we're gonna. A lot of this is Epcot-based, so we're just going to start with Epcot and news that Future World is no more. Uh, Future World, or Epcot, is being broken up into a bunch of new lands. And let me pull this up here. So, uh, the World Showcase remains, uh, but uh, there will now be World Discovery, World Celebration, and World Nature uh, in what was Future World. Okay. Um, over at the World Showcase, uh, there is, there are a couple new attractions coming. There is a Mary Poppins attraction that will be coming to the UK section, complete with, uh, the street from Mary Poppins, uh, with, uh, some of those familiar facades from the movie that Nancy hasn't seen. Someday. Someday we'll see it. Listen, we're getting Disney Plus at this, around the same time, we're going to have a baby. We're going to be seeing all the things. Exactly. All it'll be of fine. Them. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, the UK, um, so yeah, uh, Cherry Tree Lane and Admiral Boom's house. I do will be like there. that they're putting in more attractions with like the Mary Poppins thing and, Rat- and the Ratatouille ride. Um, like, you know, I know some people get kind of like grum- grum- grumbly about like ruining Future World, but having more attractions there is just going to give people more to do and get make the lines better at Epcot, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2020, following the limited time run of Epcot Forever, the new Harmony Us. Ugh. Harmony Us. Ugh. Will debut as the largest nighttime spectacular ever created for a Disney park that will celebrate the music of Disney. And, uh, and talks about how the music of Disney inspires the world, people the world over. I don't like it. <laughs> you just like Illuminations. I do like Illuminations. I like it, but I, I like because it's well, going to be Disney music. I like it, but like we already have a thing, a nighttime show that's a celebration of Disney music, and it's called Fantasmic. I kind of like- Is it, though? I like the, I like the <laughs> nighttime show at Epcot being IP neutral. Is it, though? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, but what if I don't like Fantasmic either? Well, that's a you problem. <laughs> 
I'm sure they'll have like a new song that becomes the anthem. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Actually, there uh, there was a new Epcot quote unquote theme that was debuted at D23. I'm not sure uh, if you've had a chance to I listen have to not, it. No. Um, I can't play it because it'll probably be copyright cop- yes. a copyright strike on it. But yeah. I'll have you listen to it uh, after the show. It's quite. It's that is a really nice recording. Okay. Um. And Harmony Us will feature massive floating set pieces, custom LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, lasers, and more. See, I don't like that because that's boring. <laughs> so we should just keep Illuminations then. No, because like half of Illuminations is boring because you have fireworks and then in the middle it's just the ball turning and you can't see that from everywhere and it's like, okay, fine. And then the fireworks start again. But the music's incredible. <sighs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Summer 2020, the France Pavilion will uh, offer up Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, where you'll shrink down to the size of Chef Remy and race through Gaston's restaurant on a wild adventure. Yay. Fun. I'm concerned about this bullet on the show notes, Brian. Uh, and which bullet is that? Um, the one about Impressions to France. Impressions to France will only run half as often because of a new Beauty and the Beast sing-along. How do you feel about IP now? <sighs> Impressions of France. My favorite thing at Epcot. It can't go away. They can't take it away from me. I get to sit down on air conditioning for 20 minutes while listening to pretty French music. So we can safely say you're not a fan of this. I mean, as long as you don't take it away fully, because I will riot. <laughs> I'll be a one-person riot in front of the theater there. Yeah, there we go. Meanwhile, uh, over in Canada, we say goodbye to Martin Short. Oh, as, that makes me sad. I know. As uh, Canada Far and Wide and Circle Vision 360 will debut in January 2020. Have they said who will be the new narrator? Ah, uh, they have not. Oh. Um... It'll feature new scenes and a new story. Probably good that they have new um, film it footage because some of it's very, very old. But I like it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Circle Vision, uh, Wondrous China will take guests on a spectacular journey across the country, replacing the current uh, Circle Vision film isn't a cir- in China. Isn't that Circle Vision film like original of the park i believe it is that's crazy it is one of the oldest uh it's one of the oldest things at the park so that is definitely due for a update Uh, given how much uh cities like uh hong kong have grown since it was originally (laughs) shot yeah a little bit yeah um so we now travel to the reimagining of uh, Future World. Uh-huh. And we start with World Celebration. Uh, world Celebration is going to be offering new experiences that connect us to one another in the world around us, according to Disney Parks blog. The iconic spaceship Earth will remain a voyage through time as the journey transforms re- transforms to reflect the power of storytelling to unite the human experience. New narration and an entirely new musical score will focus on moments and ideas that define our story. You'll follow a magical story light that brings the entire experience to life in dynamic ways, giving each scene energy and beauty that ties the entire journey together. And if you remove Francine... I was just going to say, you can't take away science, lady. <laughs> you are not allowed to take away science, lady. No, sci- as long as they can take everything else out of that ride, I don't care. You cannot take away science, lady. <laughs> nope. Don't you do it. <laughs> don't take away science, lady. 
Meanwhile, a new pavilion will be the perfect place for live events and a home base for Epcot's signature festivals. It will provide a stunning elevated view of the entire park and an ideal spot to witness Epcot's nighttime spectacular, which means this will probably be a ticketed event. Yep. Dessert party. (laughs) Dessert party. Uh, This beautiful three-level structure will have one of the most remarkable architectural designs at any Disney park, featuring a plaza level, a middle expo level, and a park that sits in the sky on the top level. Have you seen the uh, illustrations for this? I haven't, no. Um, So in... uh, uh, Which link was that? Uh, The Epcot being broken up into new lands link. Scroll about halfway down. Okay. And there is an illustration uh, under the World Celebration section uh-huh. that shows this three-level, uh, this three-story uh, multi-level structure that's going to be sitting behind um, behind uh, Spaceship Earth, where the fountain currently is. Hmm. And th- this illustration looks like something plucked right out of Walt's vision. Oh, that's really cool. It's kind of got this... That re- one? Yeah, this, it's kind of got a little bit of a retro yeah, future re- vibe to it. I kind of like, like it. I, I like it, yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Um, Granted, yeah, you'll never... You'll have to shell out for a dessert party to watch uh, the nighttime show from right. that top level, no doubt. But having but. a place for the, like, the, the festival events is mm-hmm. good because they've had it in the, the old... Um, Wonders of Life Pavilion. Oh boy, it's showing its oh age. Oh my god, stepping in there is like going back in time to the 1980s. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, so having a new pavilion will be nice. Um, d- where is it? Did it say where it's going to be? Where it's going to be situated? Um, where was that map? Uh, it looks like it's... It looks like it's going to be situated, um, I had a map somewhere mm. that showed it, but I can't find it now. Because um, I'm imagining it's going to be closer to the World Showcase than... Yeah, so it's going to be kind of between, uh, is that right? Yeah, so it's going to be between um, Spaceship Earth and the World Showcase. Okay. I'm wondering if they're going to, you know that... that- odyssey restaurant that's never open except for festivals like i kind of like why don't they just redo that or build that there because that would be a perfect place to have it well for now odyssey will be in use as it will be uh, home to the models for what epcot will ah, be. okay and they are so they, they they have the the wonders of i know one of the pavilions is getting redone is it, is it the wonders of light pavilion or the horizons pavilion i can't remember oh i can't remember either um, um so yeah as you exit uh, spaceship earth you'll discover a breathtaking new view of the world showcase from dreamers point world celebration will also feature a new statue celebrating the legacy of the original dreamer walt disney plus beautiful natural environments and global design elements filled with disney magic and surprises including a wishing tree in an enchanted forest and a story fountain celebrating the power and music of iconic disney storytelling Okay. So yeah, that's World Celebration. Meanwhile, World Nature and oh, I got to scroll back up to see where that one is. World Nature, uh, currently kind of where um, living with the land and the seas. Yes. Are yes. Um, 
World Nature will feature uh, a dedicate. So World Nature is dedicated to understanding and preserving the beauty, awe, and balance of the natural world, and it would include the land and the seas with uh, Nemo and Friends pavilions. A journey of water inspired by Moana will be the first experience inspired by the hit Walt Disney Studios film, and this lush exploration trail will invite you to meet and play with magical living water. The water will have a life of its own, just like Moana's friend, the ocean, and you'll learn about the importance of the natural water cycle. That seems to fit in well with that pavilion. Yeah, so a nature trail of sorts. Yeah. Interesting. Um... The land's the land pavilion's new film, Awesome Planet, will showcase the beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of the planet. Will debut in twenty twenty, and I think that's going to be in what was um, that Lion King yeah. themed theater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, World Discovery, where uh, Mission Space and Test Track are now. Uh, World Discovery is st- are stories about science, technology, and intergalactic adventures come to life. This is obviously where we're going to feature Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Which I sadly will probably not be able to ride because it goes backwards. And that makes me sick. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be the first Otherworld Showcase Pavilion at Epcot. The adventure starts in the Galaxarium, a planetarium-like exhibition that explores the similarities and mysteries in the formation of Earth's galaxy and Xandar. You'll be invited to learn about the treasures of Zand- what the treasures of Xandar has to share until the moment when the Guardians of the Galaxy arrive and adventures across the cosmos ensue. The attraction will feature new innovation from w- WDI, a story... T- a storytelling coaster that rotates 360 degrees to focus your attention on the action, including the first reverse launch on a Disney coaster. I'm sorry. I'll suck it up for one time, but Just I probably to won't be able to do it. I know. <laughs> we got some more uh, information on the restaurant that's coming uh, to this yes, area. Yes, finally. Uh, the expansion of the Mission Space Pavilion, the new restaurant Space 220 will be a culinary experience featuring the celestial panorama of a space station, including daytime and nighttime views of the Earth from 220 miles up. You'll board a special elevator (laughs) for a journey to a space station that is home to an incredible dining experience. Along the way, viewports will give you real-time perspective as you travel high above the planet. Once you arrive, you'll enjoy fantastic meals and drinks while taking in views that are truly out of this world. Opening this winter... Wow, yep. I, I missed that. I didn't realize they were so far yes. along. I thought yes. we were. Uh, I thought we were another uh, year or so no, out. from that. I'm excited. I definitely want to go here. Mm-hmm. And the Play Pavilion will open up in time for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. And in this digital metropolis, you'll discover an interactive history, city bursting with games, activities, and experiences that connect you with friends, family, and beloved Disney characters, both real and virtual. I think the Play Pavilion is the one. That is take that is being built on the on another pavilion. Uh, yes, it will be built in the former Wonders of Life pavilion. Got so it. that's the one where they were having the festival stuff for a while. So makes sense. So that will be that that will finally have something there. <laughs> so as mentioned, uh, previews for all of this will be available to see in Odyssey, in the Odyssey Pavilion in October, which means we'll probably go check it out yeah. next month yes. uh, when we have our little uh, baby moon slash staycation. Yes. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to that. Me too. Uh, we've got some Disney Cruise Line news as well. 
the fifth cruise ship that's coming online in 2021, I believe, will be named the Disney Wish. Yes. And this cruise ship will be slightly larger than the current fantasy class uh, ships. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think Tangled is featured on the back, on the uh, stern of the sh- ship. Yes, I believe, yes, Rapunzel. They did not say, though, who the statue is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, and second, there's going to be a second Disney private res- or Disney Cruise Line private resort. This will be Lighthouse Point and apparently is being spearheaded by Joe Rody. Yeah. Which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, what's Joe Rody doing with this one? Who knows? I kn- It'll be interesting. I know Lighthouse Point has been um in the works by DCL for a long time. Yeah. Uh it's something they've been gunning for, so and there was a lot of pushback from uh the local government to let yeah. Disney buy this land. Yeah. Uh so we'll we don't know much about it yet, but uh we'll keep we'll keep an eye out yeah, for it. Yeah, I believe all of the new Ships are going to be visiting Lighthouse Point. Have they said anything about uh, where older ships may be reassigned to? No, because I do know that uh, Dis- two of Dis- them, two of them are going to be in Port Canaveral, and I believe one of them is going to be in Miami. Mm-hmm. I would imagine one of the other like older ships is probably going to stay in Port Canaveral. I can imagine another ship staying in Miami, but there's been a lot of discussion like on among. DCL, you know, fans trying to figure out where they would station a ship. Like, will will they keep one permanently on the West Coast? Um, I, it, which would make sense. It would make sense to keep the Wonder permanently on the West right. Coast, I think. But but also, um, you know, Galveston and New York are other two other ports they use from time to time. So it'll be interesting to see. Would they potentially? Do you think they potentially they'd station one permanently in Europe? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah. I maybe it would because the the thing is the 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 Europe cruises only happen during the summer, so they don't do them in the winter. So they would. Any particular reason they don't? Weather. Weather. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mediterranean. Um, I mean, they switch back and forth during the summer for Mediterranean and Northern Europe. You definitely can't do Northern Europe during the winter. No. Um, I could. I mean, they could do Mediterranean, but most cruise lines don't. I mean, if okay. you if you look at other cruise lines, most of them don't do them in the so summer. Anyway. Chances are, the Magic still does a uh, East Coast to Europe. Yeah, I can huh. see the Magic staying like nor like out of New York though in the winter, and doing like Bahamas cruises from New York. Yeah, that one would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. So the one thing they didn't mention of. In all of the uh, news about the pavilions, in like in all of the stuff with Epcot, they didn't mention at all anything about the Imagination Pavilion. No, they didn't. Yeah, and that was pretty much like the only spot of the park that wasn't mentioned. And it's part of the the world of the world nature. It's still like if you look at the the new map, it's still there, but you know. That the Imagination Pavilion is definitely one of the places where they can do the most updating. Um, it, you know, the 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 ride has been half broken forever. Yeah, and like 
I could see like bringing back like, the original ride or at least like redoing the ride based on the original concept would be a huge hit. Um, but like the the movie part of that pavilion usually is just like showing the short films, which like they haven't had like a dedicated movie there for a while because I... they had captain eo was there and then they had honey i shrunk the audience which was like a big draw for that um and that close when that closed they only put captain eo back because michael jackson died and yeah. they wanted to have captain eo there again i know it's not popular but i still think you should just move muppet vision 3d I, over listen there. i think i mean even if they redo the movie which i love i love muppet vision 3d but like i feel like I feel like having the Muppets in that Imagination Pavilion would be the best, like, best like, marriage of, we, like... We gotta be honest, that whole Muppet Plaza is just kind of odd and underutilized. Right. There's a there's an okay restaurant, there's a gift shop, and there's Muppet Vision. Right. And, like, I mean, we're... It used to exist, like, it was a pass-through to get to, like, the back of the park, but now you just go back there for Galaxy's Edge. Like, there's not the backlot tour. There's not, like, the, the stunt show. It's really, like, kind of a jut out for... And there's really nothing there except for that attraction. And mm-hmm. like I said, I like that attraction, but... It, it makes just, more sense at Epcot. Right. And if they ever expand Galaxy's Edge, like, take that part. you know but i mean i'm not saying i don't think they should get rid of muppets but i feel like muppets in the imagination pavilion is like doesn't it seem like the better place for it it does yeah it does yeah like for a long time epcot (coughs) sorry has felt like a better home for uh the muppets especially with the long-term vision of hollywood studios yeah so yeah that's where that's where i am with that Mm mm-hmm uh, and final bit of news we have. We've got more details finally on the quote unquote Star Wars hotel, which is not really a hotel. It no. is Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And the name of the ship is the Halcyon. Mm-hmm. There's a Legends throwback for you. Uh, so from the Parks blog, Star Wars Galactic Co- uh, Star Cruisers will be a new first of its kind vacation experience where guests will check in for a two-night adventure aboard a glamorous starship. Once on board, guests will interact with characters and become active participants in stories that unfold around them on their galactic journey. So, this isn't a hotel. Think of it more like a two-night cruise. Yeah, and, and that's how it's going to be priced, too. I, I, I'd be very surprised if it's not. And I will say that rumored $4,000 a person um, for two nights thing that was going around a while ago, I would say that's about twice as high as what it will actually be. It won't be cheap by any stretch of the imagination, but it's going to be an all-inclusive c- cruise kind of thing. Yes. Which is going to include your park admission, which is going to include food, which is going to include activities. Probably Savi's or the droids is included Mm -hmm. um it's people are talking about it and saying how it's you know there's not going to be a lot of repeat attendee you know guests because of how expensive it's going to be and it's not going to be filled up and they don't know what disney's thinking this isn't designed for repeat guests there's only going to be like 68 rooms total yeah that's not a lot so yeah first off not designed for repeat visits. 
it will absolutely fill up every every two days. Yeah. Um, and you're, I mean, I imagine there's going to be a waiting list for it. Um, this is this is a really like supposed to be like a premiere experience. Uh, one once in a lifetime experience for people to go, and I definitely want to do this. I won't be doing this until our kid is old enough to actually remember it agreed. and experience. Yeah, agreed. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had some sort of age limit on this. I think you'd have to be a certain age to do this. Because it's supposed to be the whole interactive, immersive thing. Yeah. And, like, little kids aren't going to understand that, you know? Yeah, and there was some uh, concept art that was revealed uh, that showed uh, a girl using training with a uh, lightsaber remote. Yes. Which, I don't know how they pull that off, but kudos to you if you can figure it out, uh, WDI. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's an all-inclusive resort experience, not a hotel. So... That's why you hear rumblings that it's going to have a high price tag. Yes. Because it's going to include things that a typical hotel stay doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all the news I've got. Anything else we need to cover? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Yep. Tomorrow, we're going to be heading to Food & Wine for the first time. We're going to go see Postmodern Jukebox, Woo-hoo! one of our favorite acts there. I'm yes. so glad that they've become a recurring thing. Me too. At Epcot. And they are a popular draw every time they are there. Yes, they are. Uh, yeah, we've got a friend coming into town, and we'll be doing that with them. Very much looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, in that case, we'll go ahead and wrap the show up there. Yep. Uh, this episode of The Mouse Ride has been brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. That's patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Get in at the $1 level so you can join our Patreon-exclusive Slack, uh, where you can ask us questions and uh, We can advice. help you plan trips to Disney World. We can help you plan trips to Disney World. We've helped. We, we have a lot of experience with that. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter on at MouseDroidShow. Uh, you can follow Nancy on Twitter with uh, at NancyPants, Nancy with an I. I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. Uh, the official Tashi Station account is Tashi Station. Uh, the MouseDroid is part of the Tashi Station podcast network. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, any of those places where you grab shows. Subscribe to this and our mega feed for more great shows for our network. And if you like what you hear, please do leave a review. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you all next month. Bye. So long. Mousetroid is a Tashi Station Network production. For more information and to hear more of our great shows, visit Tashi-Station.net.